1: An awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil.
2: Hey, welcome, everybody. This is Your Psychic Connection. Hi, I am Jory I'm the Coffee Psychic, your host. And that was a wonderful song. I love this song. It's the Coffee Song by Frank Sinatra. And, um, well, I want to welcome everyone to the show tonight. We've got a different show tonight. We've got a show not just about the parapsychology, but we're getting back down to the basics, you guys. We're talking about psychology and, of course, um, Adlerian psychology. We've got uh, Dr. Al Miller with us tonight. Um, So let's bring Al on here real quick.
3: Hi, Jory. How are you
2: tonight? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
3: Oh, Doing well.
2: Good, good. You know, i like to share with my listeners the things that happened during the week. And um, two of the things that have happened this last week, we had um, our psychic development class and also our seance. And because it was the, you know, um, Labor Day weekend, it it was a little smaller on the class. Everyone was out at their picnics and... Um, having a good time, and the sands was a little smaller also, but I'll tell you what, it was really, really powerful. You know, you can't beat talking to these dead people, and when they come in and start giving these, these messages, what was really, really great, there was a lady that was sitting directly across from me, and I had heard very clearly, and I saw him standing there, the Archangel Raphael, and as I'm looking at this angel in front of her, He's got his cymbals, and he's clanging his cymbals, and he's beating the drums. And it was amazing because I saw all of these angels, all these spirit guides standing around her, and I was going like, oh, my God. I said, you specifically have the Archangel Raphael here, and he really wants to let you know that he's with you. And she says, Jorianne, I pray to him. I go to Mass every single day. I pray to the Archangel Raphael, and I ask him, for a sign that he's with me. <laughs> wow. I was going like, holy mackerel, because it was funny, because this angel was, again, clanging the cymbals, doing the drums, and he looked like he was, like, out of breath going like, man, could I give you any bigger of a sign, any better of a sign <laughs>
3: than this? Oh, my God, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was wow.
2: cracking me off. It was so uh, great. So, um, well, I'll so tell that, you what. So that's your seance
3: or your class?
2: No, no, that was the séance. That's when we okay. invite the uh, dead people to come on through, and um, a spirit guides and angels make contact. It was a very powerful. It was a very powerful um, séance. There were a lot of interesting messages. Sometimes the messages will come through a little encrypted, uh, and then some are just very direct, very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of people want to come to the séances because they want information from their dead relatives. And right. a lot of people just want information from their spirit guides and angels, which really give a lot of guidance. So um, this, this, you know, they're different every time. And there's one gal mm-hmm. that comes. There's actually two people, people that come to the Sances very regularly. And um, the one gal and I we were talking, and I said, wow, that was really a different one this time, wasn't it? And she goes, yeah, because the different spirit guides will come in and speak through me. hmm so it makes it very even more interesting, and what's even more fun, I, I want to tell everyone thank you so much for participating in my garage sale, once a year garage sale half price special. Um, it was just a great garage sale. I want to thank you all for joining in the uh, in the fun, and um, and we'll do it again next year. So. <laughs> You know, Al, I wanna thank you for joining us tonight. We normally talk about spirits, we talk about dead mm-hmm. people, we talk about
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh astral projection, we talk about everything in the para psychological field.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But I've I've known you for a couple of years now and um you're a doctor of psychology, you're in the Adlarian. uh you're you're of the Adlerian uh
3: Persuasion. It's persuasion, yes. Yeah.
2: And I was going to put on. I was going to put on. It's not Freudian. It's not transactional analysis. But it is Adlerian. So can can you tell our listeners what's the difference between Adlerian psychology and Freudian and transactional analysis? What's the difference?
3: Oh, this is going to be a short, long answer. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Actually, we're going to be talking about a dead guy, and and maybe uh, with him. Who knows? He may show up here. But <laughs> Adler, Adler was one of uh, three important uh, individuals who, during the time of primarily, we call it Freud, uh, that the three were part of Freud's regular circle there in the Vienna uh, uh, community, and mm-hmm. they they didn't see eye to eye on things so adler broke off from uh, freud and the other one was jung who was a part of that uh, that carl jung right yeah and uh
2: Young mm-hmm. so
3: adler you know decided to build his own psychology his his primary goal i think was to create a common sense psychology that you know that everybody could understand that that would be
1: available
3: to everybody and not just to you know the the people with money or the people who could afford to sh- get therapy or what have you and mm-hmm. so I think it 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 is basically uh to me it's very common sense when I discovered it, it was like, holy moly, here's somebody that's talking what I understand. <laughs> and, Wow. Uh, and it
2: just made a ton of sense to me. So. Mm-hmm. And, so, uh, and, and so we'll so get to into some
3: of those basic ideas if we have time and, and see where it all goes. So,
2: I, I go love ahead. that. We have a lot of callers uh, online that are waiting to either talk to you or ask me a question. But I, I wanted to ask, um, and I don't know if people know this or not, I know I studied psychology, that was my major. And, um, and I know that, uh, for those that don't know, regarding uh, Freud he was, um, there was a lot of sexual stuff going on in his psychology. Right. And and um. also, I, I remember this as a little tidbit, I know Dr. Freud was using cocaine as mm-hmm. uh, for experimentation purposes to see what it did to the brain and what he would experience and stuff. Right. Now, was and anyone else in that field doing that sort of experimentation at the time?
3: I don't believe so. I don't believe Adler was, at least, and, and I say that only because uh, Adler broke with Freud over those sexual uh, issues, primarily, and that he just think, thought it didn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, it wasn't that dynamically analytic, you know, yeah. that it just made straight sense. You know, mm-hmm,
4: we adopt mm-hmm.
3: some beliefs as we start to grow up and get older and we retain those beliefs unless we change them. And if those beliefs don't fit quite, we make them fit either by being neurotic or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, so instead we try to make the world fit us rather than learning yeah. how to fit ourselves <laughs> to the world.
2: <laughs> That's a good way to put that.
3: So, yeah.
2: What? Um, Al, I wanted to ask you, how did you get started
3: in psychology and psychotherapy? What what drew you into this field? (laughs) Well, uh, it's interesting, and I think this is one of the concepts in engineering psychology, that we look a lot at uh, early experiences, early recollections. And uh, as a kid, I remember that uh, very vividly on Friday nights when the stores were open. Back then, the stores weren't open 24-7. I mean, Friday nights were it. People did their shopping late, and we used to go downtown and uh, window shop because we didn't have any money to do anything else. But but we you know we walked up and down, looked in the windows. But most of the time, I sat in the car with my grandmother,
4: mm-hmm.
5: and
3: I remember her pointing out people and asking questions to me about them. You know, what did I think they did? Where were they going? What were they hoping to do? And, wow. and I think she is the one who set me on the path, and I didn't realize it until much later, of really looking at people, trying to understand people, being interested in people, and figuring out, you know, what makes them tick. Wow. And so that's how I basically got started. Uh, my. Okay. Uh, entry to Adlerian psychology was pretty much by accident. I happened to go to a, a workshop in one of the schools, and uh, these two individuals were demonstrating some group work with, uh, with children. And mm-hmm. I thought, wow, these folks, <laughs> these folks know something I don't. <laughs> and I've mm-hmm. got to find out what this is all about. And so that's when I started reading Adler and and Dreikers and some of the other folks who were students of one or the other of those people and mm-hmm. uh uh tried to learn just as much as i could and that's so, that was my beginning
2: so this is a um so this is a it almost feels like a user friendly kind of psychology where people can um um really grasp the concepts that can they do? would they have to go to a therapist right away or could they learn it themselves and use it on themselves to try to figure it out I mean to me it's always important to have a therapist to guide you through stuff because you know say if there's some things that you did forget it's always good to have somebody there to go like you know it's okay hang on let's explore that
3: you know it never hurts to have a mentor of some one sort or another it's a therapist a teacher whoever it is because mm-hmm. we can kid ourselves about what's going on for us,
4: mm-hmm. but mm-hmm.
3: even so, it is such a—I uh, 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 don't want to say simple and make that misleading—but it's a much a very elegant system that is really understandable. And, mm-hmm. and as people read and psychology, you start nodding and you go, "Yes, yes, that's my experience of the world. That's how it is. Yeah." And so mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not convoluted, it doesn't create its own vocabulary to understand it.
2: You know, right. it's just
3: everyday walk around common sense. Beautiful. And that's probably why Adler is not as well known because it was too simple. <laughs> you know. Oh there you go. We <laughs> want we want things that are complicated. <laughs> Otherwise it can't be any good. Life is so,
2: complicated enough. You know, I, I right. gotta tell you that, um I I feel the field of parapsychology also it you know, just like psychology, it answers things that are a little out of reach of our conscious mind. But oh, if you absolutely. if you have a therapist or a coach or something, they'll help guide you into pulling some of that stuff out. And that's just like parapsychology also. It's also reaching the things that are out of the reach of their conscious mind.
3: Uh Well, and it's really to, our our job, my job as a therapist is to help people put words to the things uh, that, not that they're thinking, but the ways in which they're operating. Because we Uh, can't change unless we can manipulate it, and the only way we can manipulate it is through words.
2: Yes, I like that. You know what, I know I'm we've saying. got some callers online, and I'd like to um, reach in here and see if there's some people that either have a question for you regarding the um, Adlerian psychology or if they want to uh, shoot me a question. So are you ready oh, for that? for you.
3: I mean, if they have questions for you, i would be happy to sit here and enjoy theirs too. So, <laughs>
2: Beautiful. <laughs> either exactly. way, it
3: makes no difference. <laughs>
2: All right, fantastic. Let's see who, who we have online. All right. All right, caller, hello.
6: Hello.
4: Hi, who is this?
6: This is Lou. Am I in the air? You are. Hi, Lou, oh, how I'm, are you? I'm good. <laughs> wow, I didn't expect good, good. to come here first. I was yeah. so engaged in conversation. Okay. Um. So this is really interesting. Um, I was kind of, you know, preparing to frame some questions around, like, more, you know, psychic type of things, what's going on in my life. I've kind of recently turned a corner and I feel like I've become a little unlocked, but maybe um, we can throw some other things into that. So, um, okay. yeah, I was just hoping to reach out and, and you know, wondering if there was a any, any sort of beat on things that are coming down the path for me or things I should be aware of? Okay, so something. So uh, what I do is, uh, you know, Julia couldn't
2: be with us tonight. I uh, producer, her, so I want to let everyone know that. And also, uh, if you guys can, send a prayer out to her father. Julia's dad's having surgery tonight, so please send just a bunch of white light out to Julia's father. Um, He'll receive those prayers, and it'll help him in his surgery. So and and I do ask people uh, to keep to one question if we can do that. Uh, so Lou, what would your question be like what's um
6: what's happening in your love life or your business life? Um, okay, so all right, I think my question was a little more general. I'll try and specify. Um, I Thanks. feel like recently I've turned a corner, like I was kind of locked up, and things were kind of stagnating for me, and I turned a corner and everything opened up. So I'm just wondering if I'm on the right path, and um, I guess also, you know, um, I'm curious about, like, angels or um, people people maybe who've gone beyond, who are guiding me, because um, I, sometimes I feel... I feel kind of connected to that, so I'm okay. wondering if... I, I don't know if it's my imagination or if there is Not a there. problem. All right, so let's do this. All right,
2: so I will tell you, you do have a spirit guide. Um, I see actually two guides. They look like their names are Mike, Michael and a Mark. Um, I don't know that these are people that you knew when you were alive, but we don't have to. Um, when I look in the coffee... It feels like you're going to be coming more into personal growth. You're going to be coming more into um, not just loving other people, but really going into the essence of love, loving yourself more, loving other people. Like things like that are going to be opening up so amazingly. It's not funny. And you're going to find yourself like a whole different person. I would say somewhere around next year different opportunities will be coming in. And you're gonna find that things are gonna be getting uh much much more satisfying so um, so I want to say thank you so much, Lou. and again, if you guys can we'll keep it down to one quick call and um, and then we'll see let's see who else we have on the other line so um so Al, when people are uh, coming, do people come to you like Lou just said, she felt she was turning a corner? And she was looking at what else might be uh, coming down the pike for her.
3: Uh Uh-huh. Well, I think that that often, you know, we are kind of so used to life being the way it is for us that Mm -hmm. when we make some kind of shift or change, we don't always trust it because it's no longer familiar to us. And Mm -hmm. so we want to, (laughs) we're always trying to go back and recover the familiar. You know, even though we know that the other could be better. Yes, because sometimes it's familiar.
2: It's not good for us sometimes the familiar.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You know, I know what's going to happen. I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to do it anyway (laughs) kind of thing. And and so I think, you know, uh, the kind of question she's asking is what we hear a lot of people from people. They're not necessarily that exact thing, but, you know, am I making the right decisions? Is this really gonna be a good thing for me.
2: Yeah, so that's and where if trust. they needed to if they needed to talk to you then they could actually uh talk to you and uh they could you could help them sort that out, right?
3: Oh absolutely, yeah. And and learn to trust that our own our intuitive part, uh, that kinda of knows where we should be going. Okay. I think every one well, of us has take... that thing that that says this is how it should be for you, but we don't trust it.
2: Right. That's true. I mean, I, I learned how to trust mine early on because I was getting nailed with a lot of experiences, and they were coming mm. right up in my face. So that, yeah. that worked for me. That's why that's my full-time job. Well, we're going to take another caller here and see what's Great. on uh, their mind. Caller, welcome to the show.
7: Hi there. Thanks for having me on your uh, show tonight. I had a gen- uh, specific question for Jory Ann. Um, okay. It's actually along the lines of what Lou was uh, talking about, just, you know, a general path. But um, I am specifically wondering if there will be a location move for myself and my family uh, to okay. move out and of the state. Can I give your
2: first name? Is that okay with a first name?
7: Oh, Sure. Sorry about that. It's Mary.
2: Okay, we can even do fake names, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh no,
7: you would know. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: Penny Lofer, I got to tell you guys, right. I was doing a reading for a lady last week, and I kept telling her. I said, I finally said, "Ma'am, this cannot be your real name. This, this doesn't." I I say your name, and it feels empty to me. She goes, "Oh, it's not." She goes, "I made that name up."
4: <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that was
2: so great. Okay, so you're so you're actually looking, Mary, for a physical move. Yes. And if, you're asking, you does that anything... feel
7: like you, sh- like, should you do that? No, I'm just asking if there's anything that um, you can see regarding that, Jorianne, and as far as like some kind of a timeline.
3: All right. Very uh, good. Excuse me, Mary. Is this something that's going to happen anyway?
7: Um, I really hope so. <laughs>
3: Oh, okay. I hope All that right. there's
7: I hope that there's a number of things that we can uh put in place to make that happen. And um, you know, there are a few other things that need to fall in place first. Right, okay. Sorry, Jory, I just had to ask. Oh no, it's oh, it's
2: always good, it's always good. Um you're the analyzer, sir, so. <laughs> so So I gotta tell you Mary's coffee is very interesting because in the in the copy there's a rooster. So I'm going to assume you get up early. Is that correct? Uh
7: Uh-oh. Yes, very early.
2: Okay, (laughs) Okay, very good, because there's your rooster. I'm also getting that uh, when you make this move, Mary, you're going to have to watch the water. There's problems around water here. I don't know if there's water pipes, a pump. I'm not sure what that is, but when you make this move, it's problems with water, so please watch around the water with this move.
7: Okay. It feels like, yes, you will be making the
2: move. Say, say again, okay.
7: please. Okay. Um, that would be water pipes in the new location?
2: Well, unless things are not so good right now. <laughs> but, yes, I'm not thinking the new location. Not that I know of. Yep, I'm okay. thinking the new location. And an um, awful lot of dead people around you here, Mary, watching over you. Seriously. You're pretty psychic, aren't you?
7: Um, I've been told that, yes.
2: Yeah, I, I see an, an accumulation of dead spirits walking. I mean, seriously, when I see the coffee like this, you should be having more experiences. You know, if you catch a glimpse out of the corner of your eye, go to look, nothing's there. That's your psychic abilities opening up more, uh, which means you'll be more clairvoyant and and just seeing more.
7: Okay. So trust that.
2: And I get that your move is probably going to happen within a two-year period, but there's also some legal issues that you have to work out. And um, okay, I, it feels like once you get that done, you'll be able to make your move.
7: Okay, legal, all right, legal great, and financial. Okay. Our, okay. Well, thank you very much. Have a good hey, night. Good luck now. Thanks. Thank you. Good luck, Bye-bye. Mary.
2: Thank you. All right. How great is that now? And, uh, you know, I I always like to make some very soft jokes, like inquiring minds want to know, stuff like this. But, you know, these things, it really is important, very important for us to know, um, to get a little insight, to get a little help. Uh, You know, I, I came into the field of psychology myself. I studied it because I wanted to know why certain things happened the way they happened. I it's like it was such a drive for me to figure out why things happened. And then um, for me, quite honestly, my, I was going to college with one of my friends, and my spirits told me as I was driving to Governor State one day, they said, well, your girlfriend is going to go on to become a professional social worker and you're going to drop out of school and become a professional psychic. And I was like, and you guys are high. <laughs> because I was already into my um, studies for a couple of years on, and it was shocking that it happened that way. But it's still, for me, the field that I'm in still an- it works with answering those questions. Why do certain things happen? When are they going to happen? How will they happen? Um, and I, I really use the motto, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So by helping people find out certain details before they're going to happen, it almost like softens the blow or it helps people work things out in a different way that maybe they would not have done. And that's the same as psychology. Does that make sense to you, Al? Oh, I think we may have dropped. We might have dropped, Al. So uh, who's on the line? Okay, I think Al kind of dropped on the line, and I think we will come back to him in just a minute. Okay, let's see who else is here. Yes, how are you?
3: Hello?
4: Hi,
2: Hello? who's calling?
3: It's me. <laughs>
2: oh, great, great. And Paula, who's on the line?
4: Hello, ma'am. Can you hear me, ma'am? Oh hi, yes. Hi, how are you? Hey, great, how are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. Um, okay. I have a question um in regards I was kinda of meditating and the words came in my head. It said, What we learned, we put in front of you. And I was okay, wondering if so what, help me,
2: what we learned. What we
4: learned, we put in front of you.
2: All right. Now, would you like that from me, or would you like that from Dr.
3: Al? Um, both. Both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, yes, the, my first question would be: uh, In what context did this come to you?
4: It came after I was relating to a dream that I just had.
3: Uh huh. And, and Oops, this we have a little bit
2: like, of a hard time with the call. Yeah.
4: Ma'am, um, can you hear us? Yes.
2: Okay. All right, and what's your and name? Re-
3: oh, Melissa. Thank you. And so, Melissa, was this in response to that dream or in response I don't think to so. something else?
4: I don't think so. I think it was something totally different. Okay. I mean, that's what I picked up is that it had nothing to do with the dream, but, you know, mm-hmm.
3: And and as you think about it, what kind of meaning does it have for you? Well,
4: maybe what my subconsciously thinking, i But who's the we? <laughs> so I'm really <laughs> baffled. Right? Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, and I'd want to share something with you quickly as an aside. From my perspective as an Illyrian, we don't separate conscious and unconscious. It's just degrees of consciousness. And so there are things that we are totally aware of. There's the things that we are barely aware of. And then there's that whole range in between. And sometimes things move back and forth on that scale. Hmm. And so this is maybe something that has come forward to you into your conscious more conscious area and and it's kind of saying that uh, you know these are things that you've learned or somebody's learned, and now we give them to you to do what you can with them. Hmm. These may be new tools, new resources, uh, new ways of thinking but uh, they're available to you as you know. You proceed on in life. Okay. Does, does that make take.
4: sense for you, Melissa? Uh, I think so.
2: Well, let me tell you. I'm, I'll give you my my um, uh, make, make pick on it sense now. Okay. Out of it. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> well, no, Al. I like a lot. I like I like what you said a lot, uh, Melissa. I'm getting a sense of your spirit guides being with you. And that what they've learned, now they've put in front of you to learn.
4: Oh. Because oh you know your,
2: your, yeah, your spirit guides have already had an earthly experience here. They had to go through all the lessons on earth so they could get, raise their spiritual vibrations to the highest level. So they don't have to return back to earth now. They've got a commitment to be on the other side to help us that are still having okay. earthly incarnations. Okay. And they're still learning because they've they've elected to be with you as a guide. And then when they're done with their lessons, they're still going to continue to um, go to higher levels on the other side as well. But uh, that's a lot, you know, very similar to what Al just said, Dr. Al just said, and that's what I was going <coughs> that this feels to me like uh, you've got a couple of guides that are with you because you were in a meditative state, correct? Yes. yes. And this is information that came to you, and it felt safe. Yes. Now, I guess I'd want to ask you, too, did you hear any external voices, or were these all thought forms coming to you?
4: No, I heard voices. Yeah. See, those are your spirit guides. Okay. So, again, and, and I would um, say, does that mean I'm going to have a great year?
3: <laughs> <laughs> the they' putting in front of you <laughs> <laughs> what i'm what I'm thinking is that that you will probably be presented with opportunities and possibilities and to maybe risk uh, embarking on those because you've already got whatever you need to deal with it, okay.
4: Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. Beautiful. And, Thank and, you. And,
3: well, well, and we can get in touch with those resources, that just that we don't very often. So they're saying basically, mm-hmm. here it is. You know, this is for you. Use it. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Al, I want to say to you if Melissa wanted to explore this more with you and have a session with, with you on exploring this, how could she do that? And and thanks, Melissa.
3: Oh yeah. Anybody who's interested, you know, in, in chatting, I'm willing to uh meet with them by phone anytime. and no not any time. But uh, but you know, during <laughs> normal times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three AM, uh-uh. uh uh. But uh you know, uh, I don't mind being called and and uh I don't mind discussing with people, you know, the issues or concerns that they have.
2: Thank you. Well, we'll give you a number at the end of the show. I'd like to jump onto the next caller here um, and see what's on their mind. Caller, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Who is this? This is Kathy. Hey, Kathy.
6: How are you tonight? I'm doing good. I can't believe I'm actually talking to you. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I know. Well, um, I'll just. I'll be quick. I just wanted to know if the boys up in heaven are looking down at me and guiding me
2: in the right direction. Okay. And there's, um, wh- who are they, honey? Um, One was my husband and one was my fiancé. Okay, beautiful. And can you just shoot me a couple names because I'm going to tell you something. They love each other. I already see them. Uh, it's, it's, I don't um, know. If both of them were sports people or loved the outdoors, but I see these guys here got goosebumps. They feel wonderful. It feels like they're kind of cracking up and laughing together. Yeah. <laughs> when was
6: Jeff? Jeff was my husband, and Stephen was my fiance.
3: Which which order? Who um, was first? Jeff
6: was first. Okay. And um, Stephen was
2: second. Okay. Beautiful. And
3: both of these were very significant relationships for you.
2: Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They did either one of them smoke at one time, Kathy? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm seeing that, but I'm seeing, um, you know, having learned that they shouldn't smoke, uh, it looks yes. like they quit. Were these yes. outdoors guys? Yes. Love the outdoors. Was one of them into sports more? Wasn't he? Um. Not so much. Did one like enjoy the sports, watching it on TV or something more than the other? No. uh Uh-uh. Okay. If not, then this is somebody else coming into your realms because I'm very clearly getting somebody loving sports here. So I don't know if that's an uncle, that's dad, a father, but I'm telling you, I see sports, um, I was going to say paraphernalia, sports like bats and hats and balls. So... You've got more than two dead men around you, ma'am.
6: <laughs> oh my goodness!
2: <laughs> Great. <laughs> and let me tell Uh-oh. you what. Well, let me tell you what they're telling you.
6: You should okay. watch
2: your cooking. Watch your cooking. Yeah. Okay. I know what yeah. that means. Watch your cooking. Has your stove and the gas been okay or what? No, no. I I don't know what that means. I just know. Okay. So what? So what it means to you is you're going to watch your cooking and watch your gas or electric, watch your cooking. That's what I'm going to tell you. That's that's the very clear message here.
4: Okay.
2: Okay, that's I nice know what, you're what you're those very...
4: mean. Oh,
2: thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be so forceful about it then. What does that mean
6: to you? Yeah. Um, okay, my, my fiance just died last week. Sorry, honey. And the electricity is he got electrocuted. Wow, and the cooking is—is is I'm supposed to watch my diet. <laughs> oh, thank so. you, thank you. Um Well, but
2: the sports well, thing—even the electrocuted, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I
6: want—I
2: want to tell you—he was lifted out of his body immediately. He's really fine. Awesome. Okay, don't worry. The angels were around him right away when he died. And, and I hate to say it, but some things are, like, predetermined that certain things are going to happen that way. So his people were there waiting for him.
4: Okay.
2: was a very big, strong person. I see Jesus Christ there. Yeah. So he's A-okay.
4: Sorry.
2: And he's also making noises in your house. He, you should be getting some tapping on windows. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Have you been getting the tapping already around the house?
4: Yes. Okay, good. Good. (laughs) You're gonna make me cry. Okay. Okay. And he and he
2: wants and he wants you to really take care of that ring is what I'm hearing him say, truly.
4: Take care of the what?
2: Ring? Okay. You got that, right? right? I did. Okay. All right, honey. Well thank you. And I'd love to take longer, but we've got so many other callers. You know, no if problem. you ever want to, so um, much. you are so welcome. God bless you. Okay. Thanks, Kathy. Hi. All right. Bye. Good night. You know, Al, I do channeling sessions also where I'm able to talk with these guys. I love talking to the dad. I have met some of the nicest dead people. It's not a joke. Uh, it's been so well, great. it sounds
3: like she has some tremendous support. Uh, so, right yeah. on the
2: other side. Completely. Completely.
3: Absolutely. Yes.
2: Yep. Well, let's, let's jump in to see who else is online here.
3: You know that's what and, I think um, is so neat that that my psychology and and your parapsychology have a nice fit together. Yeah. And, and They don't negate <laughs> they do. one or the other. They 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 support and kind of finish and complement one another. So.
2: Totally.
0: Uh, totally.
3: That, yeah.
2: Well, we have a call from Chicago. It looks like. So let's see who's online. Uh, hello, caller. Who's online? Hello? Hi. Joanne? Hi, who is
4: this? Yes. Hi, Joanne. Michelle. Hi, who is this? Michelle.
5: M-
2: not Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. Michelle, I'm throwing you big hugs. How Thank are you?
5: you. I'm doing good. How are you?
2: Good. Oh, good. I'm remaining. I got through. <laughs> Yay! Well, this is a, a a long time, really wonderful person I've known forever, and uh, so Michelle, what's on your mind? We we try to keep it to one question, and then of course we've got Dr. Al here, who's uh, hello. How are you? Hello, hi Michelle. Hi, I do want to be rude. <laughs> um, that's okay. I'm,
5: I'm, <laughs> you,
3: yeah, you I don't want to you be as rude, I, rude as you wish. wish. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I've known Joanne since
5: 1993.
3: Wow. That's a yeah, long time, that, honey. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, long a long long time. I was going to say it's right. a long enough time, but I don't mean it like that. But <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I've known um, uh, a since 1993. I met her, and um, I'll keep this real short. But anyways, um, I'm so amazed that I'm, I got through, you know, waiting and waiting and waiting. But anyways, my question for you, Jorian is I'm looking to find a job okay. in Chicago. Okay. Do you know anything about that?
2: Yeah. I'm I'm hearing it's not going to happen until next year. Ah. But that doesn't mean you should stop putting out your resumes, Michelle. Still in the medical field? Uh, no. No. But I was thinking
5: about going into the medical field, though. Oh, perfect! My friend, my friend, um, was trying to get me a job, like assisted living, helping people yes. who need help, you know, to the doctors or to the, you know, grocery store or you know something like that. But it's I still beautiful. want to go back into. I still want to go back into, you know, college and. Uh, do something in, in like, nursing or something, something different, because that's just, like, helping people.
2: Yes, yes. Well, you might be able to get um, some other jobs here, um, but I heard not in Chicago. I heard not until next year. So I would be really uh, pumping up your resumes, get those out, um, just get them out all over the place.
3: Are you limited just to Chicago? I love
2: Chicago. I really
5: do. I just love it. I I lived there, and I I moved away from there, and uh, I just really loved it. I felt Uh, I'm from I'm from the country, 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 and I I was raised on you know around four fields. We had the small little subdivision of like maybe 50 homes, Mm -hmm. and. Mm You know, when I I moved to Chicago, I was like, oh, my God, it's like sanctuary for me. Because I loved it.
3: Yeah. You're not cutting off possibilities, though, by virtue of just having to be in Chicago, are you?
5: No. I was thinking of possibly, hopefully, it'd be growing. You know, maybe there might be more chances, more better paying jobs, too. Right. You know, of course, you know. Of course, the you know, the, of course the, the, oh. the cost of living is going to be much higher.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. But I would I would feel comfortable if you were just open to whatever showed up. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to take it. Obviously, but well, yeah. Don't be restrictive. Uh, no. Because if no, no, they, no, the I mean, minute you start doing that, you you decrease possibilities. Right. You limit yourself. You, Right, and the energy stops, you know. No, we don't want that to stop.
5: <laughs> right, yeah.
3: You want to keep that you want to keep that flowing in your direction. <laughs> I,
5: I just want to say something to you real quick, Dorian. Uh It happens to me, me the, other, the other day with one of my, I have two cats, okay, and I was mm-hmm. laying down on my bed, and um, next thing you know, the cat was looking. She was looking around, I'm like, what are you looking at? And next thing you know, she took her paw, like she was trying to at somebody with her paw, twice. Wow. She was, and Mm -hmm. I'm looking at her, I'm like, what's going on? And she was trying to, like, claw them. Wow. Whoever was there. Time to do a house
2: clearing there, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Time to do a house clearing. When you've got those invisible little um, uh, pesky pests, you want to go ahead and... uh, you know, get your cooking sage, your dried green leafy cooking sage. You can get it in McCormick, Jules, you know, Strax and Ventils. And you, you know, just let so people know, you can start it on fire in a, in a pot with a handle, blow out the fam- flames that's going to smolder, and then go from room to room to room saying, Be Our Fathers and Hail Mary's. And that really will get out the negative energy that's in your house, okay?
5: Okay, yeah. Now, i, mean, I got to
2: give you a great big hug. We have to go because there's a couple yes. of callers left. I want to make sure I get to everybody, all right. okay?
5: All right, thank you so much. All right, so big
2: hug. Call me for a reading. Call thank me for a reading. I
5: will, I will, I
4: will, I will. Thank, thank you so much.
5: Kind of good
2: night.
4: All right, all right, bye. Bye. All right, let's
2: see. I just love it when people, I mean, from 1993, Al, that's wonderful. Um, I just love that lady. Okay, so uh, let's see who else is been holding for us. Hello? Hello, caller. Hi, this is Carla. How are you doing? Carla, great. How are you? I'm doing fine. Things have been doing really well the last few weeks, so I have another relationship question for you.
4: Yes, ma'am. Go ahead.
2: Things have changed quite a bit the last month with Michael, and it's been really wonderful and very great. But there's a question I have about someone else around his world that. He shared a lot of information about last weekend, and this is a friend, Julie, who he's known for many years, and he let me know that he had dated her for a while over last winter. And, um, well, he wants me to just accept her around as a friend, and I'm just curious if she's going to walk away from this on her own, because I know there's other interests there. Or what's okay. going to happen with that? Is he going to let her go? Um, he's All right, so made, you know, this is the man that you love. Decisions. The man that you love, he has another relationship and he let you know about well, her, and just, you want to know—is he going to let her go? Yeah, he's told me she's been just a friend, you know. It, you know, things changed in the spring. She's only <laughs> been a friend since that time, you okay. know, the way they had been. And he okay. shared a lot about that. So I'm just kind of curious where that's all going because he's told me a lot of very good things, and more or less made a commitment to me. I don't, I don't see her really wanting to leave. And, um, but again, as long as she's not his main focus and his top priority, but you are.
4: No, he, is that's there what a he's chance told me, that. that I am
2: his priority. So is there a chance that you could accept her as his friend not and feel not threatened?
6: Well, that's the hard part, <laughs> <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and in adult relationships, you know, that's always there. You know, I have a couple friends that I was very close to, you know, that are around my life, but I don't actively see those people. You know, I have contact on Facebook, and the you know, the one I haven't talked to in well over a year. You know, just some general contact, like through Facebook, mm-hmm, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I'm just curious where that may go with her. Well, it it kind of looks like unless he unless he, uh takes action to say hey we need to slow down here because you know carlos feeling uncomfortable and as long as you know as long as they know they're just friends and it really you know kind of doesn't matter but you know there are a lot of people that are really great friends and they and they like maintaining just a friendship but a non threatening mm-hmm. non sexual right. blah 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 then uh, mm-hmm, as long absolutely. as he's giving you all the time but every so often. I mean, it's, sometimes people say it's different if it's a man or a same-sex kind of thing, like the guys are okay, oh, yeah, it's just her girlfriend. But mm-hmm. it comes up to an opposite-sex kind of thing. People can feel threatened, mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of normal to feel that way. But um, it feels like she's still interested in being friends and that it seems like he still wants to be friends. But I think it will lessen and lessen as time goes on.
4: Okay. That's well, good. Yeah. Okay. It's, you
2: know, the last month with him has been fantastic and a lot of been a lot of great strides and we had a wonderful weekend this past weekend here together and you know, he said he was ready, you know, to ease into, you know, the commitment level of being boyfriend and girlfriend. But he wanted me good. to know where things were with her and what the real deal was and what had happened. Good, you should. You should know. And that's yeah. more honesty in the relationship. That's wonderful. Mhm. Yeah, yeah it is. Good. And Yeah, we had a really wonderful weekend together. It was very nice. Would you let me know what happens later? Yeah, yeah I certainly will. It's been right. very, very good all the way around. Um, I had a question I had very quick, so I know time's short. Um, are there any messages my dad is sending you? Because I did have a dream about him a couple weeks ago, and I heard him call my name, and uh-huh. I felt like he was telling me to prepare for something because I was having a dream about a horrible tornado. And next thing I know, I heard him say my name. I've just What I can tell you quickly is I want to get to these other callers real quick, too, is that I'm hearing, I'm si- kind of seeing him telling you to pack your bags. And I don't know if that's for a complete move or if that's just for a trip, but I do see him showing suitcases that you should be packing your bags. Okay. All right. And, you know, we wow. probably have to have okay. a longer reading for me to get more details from your yeah, dad. Yeah, definitely. But nope, I thanks understand. for calling, honey. Mhm. All right, thanks. Have a good I, I, night. You too. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye. Yeah, we've got two more callers. I'd really like to get them in. They've been waiting quite a while, so let's see who we have okay. online. All right.
0: Caller, welcome
2: to the show. Hi. Oh,
0: hi, Joanne. Hi, guests. Greetings. Yes, it's Dr. Al. Make... <laughs> yeah, Dr. Hale. <laughs> Delicious. So
4: sweet. Um, hi. Jay? Jay, Jay, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, is Dubai my financial freedom? And what is my financial freedom? Well, I mean, it, it, it's one question anyway. My financial freedom? Is that like the Dubai or, or what is it?
2: Now, when you say Dubai, Hello? what does that mean to you?
0: Look, can, can you hear you me? Dubai?
6: Yeah, can you okay. hear me? I can. I can.
0: Because now I, do you live I in the country Dubai to, right now? No, I was supposed to leave on Saturday, but now I can't. It's um my mom's going to have an operation on the 19th, so I can't leave. But um okay. is it is that still a is Dubai still an option for me or all my financial freedom is what I'm really concerned
2: with. Mm. All right, let me just take a peek. So I guess the, the question is going to be: Are you going to be able to get to Dubai? Is what you're looking at?
0: Well, I can't now because I was supposed to leave on Saturday, but now I can't, you know, because of the operation. And basically, right. I need to finance. I need to leave for financial freedom. I mean, am I going to have financial freedom here where I'm? I'm at okay, now. so
2: that's so we so so this is what yeah. I want people to know, and I know we only have like a couple minutes left here. So what I need people to know is when they ask a question, you cannot layer the questions like one on top of oh, another
4: okay.
2: with different questions. There's got to be one clear, specific question oh. so the spirits know how to answer. So your so your question is, freedom? will you achieve financial freedom, right? Yeah, because I thought it was going to okay. be Dubai,
0: but I guess it's not.
2: Well, it's not always what we think. Huh? It's not Could always we what we thing? think. Uh, yeah. Right? It's not always So there's a woman trying to help you here. Looks like she's in the spiritual field. Looks like she's pushing Mm -hmm. you upward. And it looks like, yes, you will get your financial freedom. It's not going to be immediately. And it also looks like you are supposed to be there. I see the number three here. I don't know if that's three months, three years, but it looks like you are seriously supposed to be taking care of your mother. Because I see you bending over yep. attending to a sickly person in bed.
0: Yeah, this what I'm saying she's having the the operation on the nineteenth, so I can't go to Dubai now.
2: Right, not at all. Not at all. So those were the those were the details that I did pick up for you, Jay. And um again I would I would love it if you'd like to give us a call later on. Let us know what happens. But again, um you're you've got spirit people from the spirit world trying to help you here. Uh, that's looking very good. And um, and I don't know that Dubai is the answer right now at all for sure. So uh, please feel comfortable with giving us a call back and let us, letting us know what happens. Or, again, you can call for more in-depth reading at uh, 219-940-9292. Um, and uh, check out my website, coffeepsychic.com. And, Al, for the people like Jay could probably use some coaching on moving through all these difficulties with needing to take care of her mom, things like that. How can people reach you so they can work with you?
3: Okay. I just recently moved to Ohio, so I don't have my website up yet, but uh, my phone is 330-977-7175. And if you'll just say that you heard me on uh, Jory Ann's radio show, that'll let me know, you know, kind of, what who it is and what is where you're coming from? Okay, and, so they can meet I, you at three
2: three zero. Let me repeat the number for them so they can write it down sure. real
3: quick. 330-977-7175.
2: Okay, and then you can help them uh, work through a lot of things. Now we've got another caller lot, here, yes. so let's let's, sir.
3: Well, and I was Say just again. thinking too that. That some things are blessings in disguise, and we don't know it, and we don't want to accept it. But this may be that for her. Totally, totally. So,
2: All right, we're gonna we're gonna jump online here and see because the time is running thin. Uh, yes. Caller, hello. Caller, are you there? Hello. 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 Hi, this hello. is Joanne. Who's this? Can you hear us? Hello. Hi, who is this? Hello. Oh. We can hear you but you can't hear us. I'll Hello? put you on hold. I'll put you on hold and um try to get back to her in a second. Let's see if we can grab this last call here.
3: Okay.
2: Hello? Hi, who's online?
3: Hi. Hi, Jerry Ann. It's Russ from Cleveland.
2: Hey Russ.
4: How you doing? Hey.
5: Oh, excellent! I I figured I'd just try and get it real quick. See if uh, I did apply for a different job at uh, the bank I'm at. Um, I know about my year, um, so I'm looking okay. for a new job at the bank. So just seeing okay. which, uh, what coffee
3: says about that.
2: All right, let's take a peek here. Boy, this was some good coffee tonight, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Russ, it looks like you should be getting another job because there's a lot of bubbles here. It's, uh, you know, the bubbles are good luck, good fortune, wishes coming true. I'm thinking the job you're thinking about, though, you might not be getting that one, but you will be getting a, a different job than what you have right now.
5: Yeah, that's good, because it's uh, still in the call center and getting kind of tired of talking people, crotchety people. So. <laughs>
2: there you go. Well, well yeah, thank so. God you're there with these people, though, because you've got a great personality, Russ.
3: That's yeah, always good. It helps with that job, so...
2: Yes, it does. Well, expect a, expect another job. Um, I don't think it's the one specifically that you want, but it will be a different job.
3: Sounds good. Pretty soon? or
2: uh, Probably the next couple of months, it looks like.
3: Yeah, that would be, that'd be excellent, especially with the wife being okay. out of work <laughs> Thanks.
2: All right. Well, you hang in there, all right? All right. Have a great day, Russ. All right. Bye. Hey, uh, Al, I'm going to see if our our lady is still on here real quick.
3: Okay, sure.
2: All right, caller, are you there? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me?
7: Hello? Well, Hello? you know,
2: I know you can't call us, so if you could please uh, make sure you call in next week and, um, and then we'll take your call then. So um, it looks like we're able to get... Everyone else in here? The time is winding down, you guys. Um, we're so happy you guys could join us today. This is Dr. Al Millerin. And again, Al moved. He's out in Ohio now, but he does a lot of work by uh, Skype, by phone. Uh, Al has classes that he does online. Uh, he's got anger management classes, and so many other classes. And you can reach uh, Al, Dr. Al, at 330 uh, nine Seven 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 one seven five. And um Alan, I want to say thank you so much for joining us tonight.
3: Oh, it was it, a lot of fun, and uh, I had a good time myself. Oh, so, thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. I hope you'll come on here with, 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 with us you. again sometime. Oh, for sure, we got to. Oh,
2: beautiful thing. It'll be
3: wonderful. You guys, this Alrighty.
2: is and the Coffee Psychic. This is your psychic connection. And you can join us here uh, next week. We are going to have a fascinating gentleman. And we are, we are just going to have such a good time. Paranormal investigations, things like this. Oh, my God, it's going to be fantastic. We're going to have Charles Burley here next weekend. Please join us right here at Your Psychic Connection at Blog Talk Radio. We love you, everyone. Good night. See you then. Bye-bye.